we have reached a point in human history now where the likes of Bob Lazar and other experts in the field of alien technology, UFOlogy, alien encounters can feel validated for their claims and feel vindicated for the ridicule they received years before any of this came out as actual fact. They were dragged through the mud, many of them. Bob Lazar is a prime example. He was an actual inside man at Area 51 and revealed many of the things that are just now coming to light that our own government appears to be having hearings about and discussing and making it public knowledge to the general population. In 1997, an acquaintance of mine who has since passed away did not live long enough to see these things come to light and for he, too, to feel validated in his claims. He was a former FBI agent, retired at that time that I knew him. And he said something to me that has stuck with me for years. The show The X-Files. Everyone enjoyed that. Well, those who did enjoy it, enjoyed it well. It was a show, of course, that covered an array of paranormal topics from cryptozoology to UFOlogy, serialology, ghosts, demons, time travel. And he said to me that the show is great. It's entertaining. But it's only scratching the surface of what's really going on and what we really have in our possession. And now with what has come out the U.S. government being in possession of UFOs and non-human bodies, according to an ex-intelligence officer, as he told Congress last week during a several-day-long hearing. I'm Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. This week, I will be diving into people involved in the Roswell incident who are much older now and really don't feel as if they have anything to lose are finally coming forward with the truth. And now public hearings led by elected officials discussing the UFO epidemic. People are taking it more seriously now and a lot less people are laughing at people like myself who are thinking that we're ridiculous. Those days seem to be behind us now. More and more people are taking it seriously and actually listening. That'll be this week's episode. Diving into the retrieved UFO crash. Many crashes, wreckage from debris and non-human bodies. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. As I was saying before I left you a moment ago for the short commercial break, U.S. government is in possession of UFOs and non-human bodies, according to an ex-intelligence officer, as he spills the beans to Congress last week. During a remarkable congressional hearing, former American intelligence officer David Grush 
revealed that the U.S. government conducted a multi-decade program aimed at collecting and reverse engineering crashed unidentified flying objects. Grush, who was in charge of investigating unexplained anomalous phenomena within a U.S. Department of Defense, Defense Agency until 2023, spoke before the House Oversight Committee in Washington, shedding light on the issue of alien life and technology as reported. This hearing, prompted by Grush's previous claims, attracted a global interest and ignited discussions about the possibility of our government covering up regarding UFOs. Under oath, Grush disclosed that he had been informed of a long-standing UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program during his official duties, from which he was denied access. His whistleblower complaint in 2022 stemmed from his inability to access secret government UFO programs while being responsible for investigating military and defense agencies, knowledge of aliens and spacecraft. As a result of his claims, Grush faced severe retaliation that negatively impacted both his professional and personal life. Claims of harm and concealment, he confirmed under questioning that he had knowledge of individuals who had been harmed or injured and the government's efforts to conceal UFO-related information. Furthermore, he admitted to fearing for his life due to his involvement in the matter. The congressional hearing prompted speculation that the U.S. government might be withholding evidence of alien life and advanced technology with mixed responses from the public, including skepticism. Co-leading the UFO investigation, Republican Congressman Tim Burchett accused government agencies of lacking cooperation with the Oversight Committee's investigation. The difficulty in obtaining information and testimony from relevant parties led to frustrations and claims of being stonewalled by federal offices. Grush asserted that the U.S. government possessed crashed extraterrestrial vehicles and even recovered alien beings. When asked if their bodies of pilots piloting these crafts, he confirmed the existence of biologics that were non-human, based on information from individuals with direct knowledge of the programs. While some details were withheld during the hearing, Grush had previously claimed the government possessed large alien craft with varying descriptions and media interviews. Congressman Burchett found Grush's claims about the recovery of non-human bodies credible, expressing his belief in the existence of alien crafts even before the investigation. However, the Pentagon denied Grush's accusations of a cover-up, stating that the investigators had not found verifiable evidence supporting the existence of programs related to extraterrestrial materials. The hearing also featured testimonies from other witnesses such as David Fravor, a former Navy commander who recalled seeing a strange object in the sky during a training mission in 2004, and Ryan Graves, a retired Navy pilot who claims to have encountered unidentified aerial phenomena off the Atlantic coast quite frequently. Graves encountered a UAP non-profit, Americans for Safe Aerospace, to voice the concerns of numerous commercial air crews and military veterans with similar encounters. 
Despite the excitement and media speculation surrounding the hearing, some individuals cautioned against reading too much into the claims. Skeptics, of course, skeptics, highlighted that accusations of a government cover-up regarding UFOs have surfaced numerous times in the past without substantial evidence emerging. Interesting, though, considering they had a freaking hearing that was on MSNBC and C-SPAN, the government's ability to keep other significant secrets secret was questioned, leading to doubt the validity of the long-term concealment of UFO-related information. Of course, they're going to say that. That's why they are skeptics. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. And we're back. Back for more. Thank you for hanging in that long during the commercial break. This U.S. scientist saw Roswell alien survivor who revealed that they live underground. Could there be another civilization living among us? UFO expert Anna Witte has put forth a theory suggesting that aliens have been residing in Earth's oceans for protection and have always been present on our planet. Woody's claims are based on the official statement of Dr. Shirley Wright, who allegedly interviewed the only survivor of the Roswell crash in 1947. A two-hour documentary called Roswell 75, The Final Evidence, features Woody, among other experts, discussing the UFO crash and the potential presence of advanced humanoid aliens on Earth. In the documentary, Dr. Wright mentioned that the aliens inquired about human exploration outside the ocean. They asked how far into the ocean the humans travel. Dr. Shirley Wright, a former colleague of Albert Einstein, stated that she interviewed aliens found at the Roswell crash site in 1947. She noted that aliens are actually just humans, but in advanced form. She claimed to have been present when the U.S. government interviewed an alien survivor from the Roswell crash. According to Dr. Wright, the aliens said that not all of them live above the ground and that many reside underground on our planet. In 1993, an interview with Dr. Shirley Wright was made public where she claims to have witnessed the examination of Roswell UFO crash debris and encountered nine alien bodies. The interview reveals detailed descriptions of the aliens' physical characteristics their suits, and their apparent ability to survive in Earth's atmosphere, while also highlighting the limited information they were willing to disclose about their lifestyle and reproductive methods. 
According to Dr. Wright, while discussing her security clearance, she revealed the only reason she could go into that. It's a crack, or did they deactivate it after school? It was immediately deactivated. This suggests that her access to Roswell's incident was facilitated by her own clearance, which was granted specifically for the purpose of examining the extraterrestrial crash. When asked about her encounter with the alien survivor, Dr. Wright admitted, I was back at the motel in a nearby city, and I had been told that I would be able to keep the being alive. This statement raises questions about the nature of her involvement and the significance of her role in handling and studying the extraterrestrial being in question. Describing the appearance of the aliens, Dr. Wright vividly recalled, they were very light, soft, a grayish green. Really, they had a slim, lean physique. No nose, but markings where a nose opening would be. Prominent eyes and a mouth. They had no eyebrows, but they had ears and a very forked head. These detailed descriptions painted a picture of otherworldly beings she encountered during her extraordinary experience. Additionally, Dr. Wright noted, their eyes were enormous. The most obvious thing you'd see in their face, they were almost brown-black, very dark. This emphasizes the distinctiveness of aliens' eyes and adds to the mystique surrounding their appearance. Regarding their attire, Dr. Wright observed, they had suits on very much like what we call suits. The fabric, however, was unfamiliar to me as a chemist. It didn't resemble any fabric I recognized. This intriguing detail raises questions about the technology and materials used by these extraterrestrial visitors. Dr. Wright also touched upon the aliens' apparent ability to adapt to Earth's atmosphere, stating they could apparently survive in our atmosphere. They seemed to indicate that the atmosphere was quite similar although not identical to ours. This revelation hints at the remarkable adaptability of these beings and their advanced understanding of different planetary conditions. In the realm of their lifestyle and reproductive methods, Dr. Wright admitted she tried to find that out, but we were very cautious not to antagonize them. They didn't reveal much about it, but they mentioned living underground and what we would call subterranean conditions. This suggests a unique aspect of their civilization and their preference for dwelling beneath the surface. And Woody told the Daily Star that if whatever Wright had documented through her interview was correct, then it is more believable for the aliens to come from under the sea rather than from another planet. If what Shirley said is correct, it is more likely that aliens come from somewhere under the sea or caves or something like that rather than another planet. It makes sense because there's a lot of evidence on the planet that there has been a massive catechism every few thousand years, Woody said. If humans on the surface are being reset to Stone Age every several thousand years, and these people are somewhere where they are more protected because they are underground, then perhaps their development in technology and intelligence is continuing on an upwards trajectory, whereas we on the surface are reset. It's also possible that maybe they aren't beings at all. But they can make you think you're seeing what you're not actually seeing, she added. Woody's theory of aliens being underwater entities is supported by several incidences and testimonies. 
One such incident occurred around July 2019 when footage filmed on the USS Omaha showed a UFO diving into the water off San Diego. No wreckage or recovered craft were found, retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Richard French, who served as a lead investigator of Project Blue Book in the 1950s, claimed to have witnessed two aliens repairing their ship submerged underwater in Newfoundland. French testified about his experience in front of former members of Congress at the citizen hearing in 2013, stating that he saw the aliens and their crafts below the water surface. He described clear water that allowed him to observe the beings and their activities. Despite his role as a UFO debunker, French confirmed that it was a UFO sighting involving extraterrestrials. Other accounts supported the idea of extraterrestrial presence in the ocean. Former gunner's mate John Bauman stated that the USS Carl Vinson in 2010 reported seeing a tic-tac-shaped UFO underwater. He described a solid object that rapidly collapsed and disappeared as it descended into the depths. There have also been encounters with unidentified submerged objects, USOs. The crew of a Soviet Marine submarine witnessed six disc-like objects approaching their vessel at high speeds. Unable to escape, they were forced to the surface. Through the periscope, they observed the objects emerging from the water and swiftly departing. Classic alien abduction cases also involve encounters with underwater bases. Betty Anderson Luca, a Massachusetts woman, experienced a multiple abduction and recalled being taken to a spacecraft flying over the ocean. The craft submerged into the water, entering a tunnel illuminated by light. Filiberta Cardenas claimed to have been taken to a secret underwater hangar witnessed by his friend's family. He described entering a tunnel at high speed underwater and arriving in a large hangar beneath the sea. These incidents and testimonies provide evidence for the presence of extraterrestrial activity in the ocean and support Witty's theory of aliens as underwater entities. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. According to a congressperson, UFO crashes are 100% covered up by U.S. government. He says this, and he's a representative from Tennessee. Tim Burchett, Republican. Don't know if there's any validity to his statement. I don't tend to trust Republicans, except for, uh, God, what's his name out in Utah? He's like the only good Republican left since John McCain died. Um, Mitt Romney, yes. Uh, I have the utmost respect for him, but Tennessee Republican Tim Burchett is convinced that the United States government covered up the UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. Burchett has been an outspoken advocate recently about the existence of extraterrestrials and accused the U.S. government of covering up incidents 
related to UFOs, also known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That's the new label for it now. UAP. Everything has to have a new label. The congressman commented on the way the military handled the alleged UFO crash in Roswell, dubbed as the Roswell Incident. The office of the Secretary of the Air Force concluded in an investigation in 1994 that looked into the incidents in response to an inquiry by General Accounting Office, GAO. According to an Air Force News special report, the GAO investigation looked into whether or not the U.S. Air Force or any federal agency kept information on the alleged UFO crash and the recovery of extraterrestrial vehicle and its alien occupants in 1947. The 1994 report concluded that the debris recovered was from a U.S. Army Air Force balloon bore research project called Mogul. It also said the alleged event is a widely publicized Air Force scientific achievement and has been debunked. Claims of alien bodies at Roswell. According to their report, it is not true. The U.S. Air Force explained that the bodies appeared to be Air Force members who died or were injured while on duty. However, Burchett wasn't convinced with the Air Force's report and said on Newsmax that military intelligence is like congressional ethics and that it just doesn't exist. I do 100% believe the U.S. government is covering this up and has been since 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico. The military said we've recovered a saucer and then the next day they dropped this poor officer out and claims that he holds up a piece of hot air balloon and says, no, no, in fact, it was a hot air balloon, which apparently was a top secret program at the time, and they never would have disclosed it in any other way, he said. The Air Force says, new special report explained that the Air Force activities happened in two or three days in July 1947, and added that aliens seen in the New Mexico desert were actually anthropomorphic test dummies that were carried by high-altitude balloons for scientific research purposes. The unusual military activities in the New Mexico desert were high-altitude research balloon launches and recovery operations. Reports of military units that always seem to arrive shortly after the crash of a flying saucer to retrieve the saucer and crew were actually accurate descriptions of Air Force personnel engaged and anthropomorphic dummy recovery operations, the report read. Meanwhile, Burchett made similar remarks earlier in reference to a January unclassified report published by the office for the Director of National Intelligence. The term UFO was mentioned in the government report in favor of the label Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. There were a total of 510 UAP sightings, according to the 2022 report, with the overall reported sightings increasing by 366 compared to the year prior. The vast majority of new sightings were categorized as balloon-like entities, which also dismissed as clutter, such as plastic bags or drones. Of the 171 remaining reported sightings, some appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics 
or performance capabilities and require further analysis, according to that report. We've been covering this up since the 40s, Burchett recently told News Nation and added that he doesn't trust the government. Who really does? And there's an arrogance about it, and I think the American public can handle it now. Newsweek reached out by email to the DNI Public Information Office. They did not respond. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Aliens exist, and they are bunkered under Mars with humans, says ex-Israeli space officials. He also says there's uh, such thing as a galactic federation. This was in 2020 when it was reported and released. And if there was not enough for us to go through in the whirlwind of a year, here comes a retired Israeli general who served as the head of the country's space security program. Says aliens exist and there is such thing as a galactic federation. Chaim Eshed is, who is currently a professor, says both the United States and Israel have been dealing with aliens for years. There's even an underground bunker on Mars, Ashed says, with human and alien representatives, according to the Jerusalem Post. Unidentified flying objects have not asked not to be published, that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet, the 87-year-old professor told Israel's Hebrew newspaper, Yediot Aryanat. Ashed said U.S. President Donald Trump at the time was aware of the aliens and almost blew the top off the lid, but the Galactic Federation stopped him before he could. The Galactic Federation wanted to prevent mass hysteria because it believes humanity needed to evolve and reach a stage where we will understand that what space and spaceships are, why they're here, and where they're coming from. The retired general also disclosed that the aliens entered an agreement with the United States. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here, NBC News reported him as saying. As for why he's coming to the light with this information back in 2020 and still talking about it in 2022, 2020, the year that keeps piling on the woes, it simply has to do with how the academic landscape has changed. And what better time to introduce such wild information than in the midst of a global pandemic when people are focused on the lunacy of Donald Trump at that time, uh, the wars and rumors of wars that were going on in the world, and a global pandemic 
that was killing people by the thousands every day. This would be the best time to release that kind of information. He goes on to say, if I had come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized, he said. Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I am respected and universities abroad. The Trump administration unveiled in the final year of his presidency, the sixth arm of the armed forces, the Space Force. Space is going to be in the future, both in terms of defense and offense. We're now the leader of space, says Trump. He said this in May of 2019, as he received the official flag of the military branch. The Space Force is focused on the United States military domain in space, maintaining satellites and communications which focus on geopolitics. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to plug a book here that I found fascinating. It's titled When UFOs Attack: Doc- Documented Cases of Hostile Alien Encounters. Uh, this was published in 2020. If there is one misguided theme, I have heard repeated many times in and outside of the UFO community. It is the notion that UFOs and extraterrestrials are our benevolent technological and spiritual superiors who are only trying to watch over us and gently guide humankind from a path of nuclear, biological, and ecological self-destruction to an interstellar highway of spiritual enlightenment and prosperity. The mantra has been repeated ad nauseum. Ever since the first UFO was sighted and close encounter was experienced, yet there is much documented evidence that these aliens, extraterrestrials, or interdimensional interlopers may not always be benevolent. On the contrary, there is much more proof that these uninvited guests, who boldly penetrate our airspace, have at times kidnapped, injured, and killed innocent humans and animals. Thankfully, this wasn't the case in the latest solidly documented close encounter case recorded in a recently released Pentagon UFO study. The usually uh, mum Department of Defense almost appeared eager to report November 14, 2004, the UFO incident experienced by former Navy pilot David Fravor, who repeated a familiar story to all of us who have studied the history of UFOlogy the last 70 years while flying a routine mission off an aircraft carrier, he and other pilots spotted a UFO that made incredibly sharp turns and reached speeds impossible for aircraft using Earth's technology. As he watched this mystery craft zip away at an extremely high speed, he came to the same conclusion many of his fellow military pilots have come to. It was not of this world. Fravor told various news organizations. He added that no human could have possibly withstood the G-force of such a tremendous thrust of sudden acceleration. Documented cases. And this concise report, our author states, I will present to you documented evidence of a pilot unlike Fravor who suffered harm in such a mysterious encounter. Such incidents are vastly underreported. For example, until I really started researching the subject, I never realized that a U.S. Army pilot became the first known casualty 
as a result of a UFO aggression. Although the army denied this, and some uh, some covered it up to uh, some extent, upon this horrifying event with no less than three different ever-morphing cover stories. I will present you with documentation and eyewitness accounts from credible witnesses that prove within a reasonable doubt that on a January afternoon in 1948, hostile extraterrestrials committed an act of war against the United States. It was likely not the first and certainly will not be the last. I will also present evidence that proves that the population of a small island was terrorized and its impoverished residents used as guinea pigs by an alleged flap of UFOs that harassed and injured scores of innocent men, women, and children for a period of months. Some of these unfortunates still carry the scars from burns and wounds that were inflicted upon them by these unknown perpetrators. The proof consists of eyewitness accounts and secret documents that have been leaked out over several decades, most recently now. Additionally, in this report, I will document numerous cases of aggressive and hostile UFO acts taken against both military and commercial pilots. As a bonus, I have also included many little-known UFO sighting reports from the early 1860s to present. Even though some of these are not directly hostile encounters, all of them invaded our airspace and in some cases crash-landed, exposing humans to potential injury or death. Plus, I will present documentation of ongoing cattle mutilations that remain a dark mystery but point to either nefarious government and alien culprits or a collaboration of both. In conclusion... I must warn you that some will not like this report. They will categorize my conclusions as alarmist and sensational. The author is Chet Dembik. Chet Dembik published his first op-ed piece with the Baltimore Evening Sun in the 1990s. Over the next 20 years, he worked as a reporter covering government, technology, and business for such publications as the Washington Business Journal, the Baltimore Daily Record, the Capitol, and the E-Commerce Times. This is a book I would definitely recommend checking out at your earliest convenience. Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. That's it for today. That's it. I had a great time talking about all of this and sharing this information with you. Don't ever stop staring up at the sky. Look up from your phone pay attention to your surroundings. There's always something interesting above you. I mean, not only gorgeous stars and a full moon during certain times of the month, the full moon, but it's just a crisp, vast, open, ever-expanding area of space that holds so many secrets. In fact, we know more about space than we do about the oceans within our Earth, which we've only thoroughly explored a little over 5% of the waters within our planet, which would be ideal for an alien race to hide in because we can't or won't go that far down. Somehow they can. They've been spotted time and time again. 
released information on military personnel seeing that happen. Innocent bystanders have seen that happen for centuries. Written stories about it, dedicated art to it, carved it into cave walls and inside of ancient relics like the pyramid. Always some kind of indication with our contact and communication with alien life. It doesn't necessarily have to be from space. But these things are flying way above us. So look up. You might see them. If you can't identify it, it's definitely a UFO or UAP. It doesn't necessarily have to be of alien origin. It could be something reverse engineered by our own military. But I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. And I will see you next time for more of the strange, the unusual, and the unheard of. Have a terrific weekend, and thank you for your time.